0: On today's episode of Building Your Wealth Muscle, it's a solo podcast teaching you how to pay your vendors. So we're going to talk about why it matters, what the interest and penalties are for failing to pay your vendors properly, what the filing deadline is for this. Again, we're talking about 1099s here, uh, ways to reduce having to send 1099s, as well as who you don't need to send it to. And stay tuned at the end because we're going to talk about what the rule changes are for 2022 that may make a lot of this confusing because it it changed significantly from 2021 to 2022. Thank you guys and enjoy the show. Welcome to Building Your Wealth Muscle, a podcast about building and protecting wealth for online health and fitness coaches. Each episode, we're going to break down different topics in the areas of business, finance, and tax, and how they pertain to your coaching business. Disclaimer, The topics covered in this podcast are for educational purposes only this is not advice for your specific situation please consult a qualified financial or tax professional before making changes to your financial or tax situation now here's your host certified financial planner pat darby what's up fitness entrepreneurs welcome back to building your wealth muscle today is another solo podcast because The topic is timely as I'm recording this in January 2022, and this is all about how you pay people that help your business. Typically, you're gonna do that either through if they're actually a full-time employee, they'll be on your payroll, but the vast majority of payments are probably going to independent contractors or vendors, and they require a 1099, which I'm assuming most of you guys have heard of. So let me go into some of the requirements that the IRS has, but before we dive into that, Let's talk about why you should even care. Um, And the reason is because there's a a pretty steep penalty for failing to do what we're going to talk about today. So I want to start with the reasons why this is important. And and hopefully you guys pay attention to this and or share it with someone who who can who needs to hear it as well. Um, So if you're 30 days late on filing this 1099 with the IRS and in turn sending it to the person you sent money to as well, um, if you're just 30 days late or up to 30 days late, I should say, it's a $50 penalty. And there's also interest on these penalties. Um, if you're over 31 days late, it jumps up to $110. Again, this is per penalty per person that you fail to send this to. So it's not $50 in total if you forget to do it. If you have 10 people that you owe this to, again, we'll talk about who you owe it to, but you can see how it adds up quickly. That could be you know, $500. But if you completely miss this, and either don't file it or wait until after August 1st, you're up to $280 in just penalties, not including the interest, um, and it's this per vendor that you owe this form to. So it can add up very quickly depending on the type of business you have. So if someone hasn't, if you're a bookkeeper or accountant, financial professional, like, like you have a financial planner who's helping with CFO work, if they're not bringing this up to you, reach out to them right away, because the deadline to do this is January 31st of 2022 for 2021. So that's that's the why you should really care about what I'm about to talk about. And now let's get into who you owe this to, who you don't owe this to, and when you're planning for 2022, how you can strategically pay them differently to maybe avoid having to do this again. So we talked about the the penalties, the filing deadline, again, to reiterate, it's January 31st of 2022 for 2021. Okay. So who do you owe this to? You owe this to any vendor that you paid over $600 to over the course of 2021. So again, like if you had someone creating video content for you, you've paid them a $1,000. So far, you're reaching the min you've already reached the minimum so you have, there's some other criteria to ask yourself but in theory you owe this person a 1099 so that's the the limit but then basically what you need to understand is everybody should be getting a 1099 the qu- if you pay them over $600 the question is who's sending it and that's the most important question because if it's you then again you have to get with your bookkeeper or accountant right away and you need to send it both to the person and to the IRS. They each need a copy. Now, here's where it gets helpful if you're planning to do this um, in the future, or I'm sorry, I should say you're planning for 2022 to have to do this less. If you use certain providers, they're sending this on your behalf. So now let me go over a few of those. Like basically, if you're using a payment processing system, then they're sending a 1099 for you. So if you're paying over $600 and you're saying, oh, crap, like I need to send this person a 1099, if you use a credit card, they're sending this for you. They're a payment processor. So they're sending a 1099 on your behalf. So here's a handful of situations when you don't need to send it. Um, That's a credit card, like I just talked about, a debit card, PayPal, Fiverr, Upwork. They're payment processing companies, so if you're paying each vendor thousands of dollars through any of those that I just named, this process is being handled on your behalf. So I try to have my clients move as many of their payments to this system as possible because it just cuts down on paying the bookkeeper to do it or doing it themselves. They're paying their accountant, um, getting out of a filing fee to send this to the IRS, chasing down people that you sent money to to get them to fill out a form, which we'll talk about later, um, what you need to do if you do owe this. Um, but So if you use those, and there's a few others as well that are going to take care of this for you, but if you use those payment processing systems, they're going to send this on your behalf. So that's a huge time saver and just peace of mind, in my opinion. Um, But times when you do not have someone sending it on behalf and you need to do it, there's if you use cash, if you send a check to somebody, if you ACH somebody, you still owe them a 1099. So that might, that's potentially what trips people up because they're like, oh, a debit card and ACH, it both got processed by my bank. But a debit card is a, a payment processing system. An ACH does not satisfy that. So again, if you have an ACH payment that is auto debited, You may owe a 1099 and i say you may because we'll talk about uh there's certain places you don't require it as well but if you're aching if you're giving cash if you're using cash app things like that you owe a 1099. um and we'll talk about at the end some of the things that are popular these days like cash app zelle venmo uh the rule change for 2022 so it's really important you don't start listening to people talk about the rule for January 1, 2022 and be like, oh, cool, I'm all good for 2021, because you may not be. The rule change for all these payment providers for January 1st of 2022. So I'll come back to that, but just hold that in your mind if you're, if you're multitasking right now and you're like, oh, wait, I heard I don't have to worry about that because uh, Zelle is going to do it for me. Um, they may not for 2021. Um, They most likely are not, but we'll get back to that. Um, So, okay, who does not need a 1099? Now, everything that this podcast talks about, for the most part, is business-related. So, if you're sitting there thinking, crap, I sent a good friend of mine $1,000 via Venmo, Um, do I owe them a 1099? No, if you sent them that as a friend for gift or travel or something like that, like travel reimbursement, whatever, um, if it's a personal expense, none of this is related to that. 1099s are, for you, the business owner, the ability to take a tax deduction. So again, if you don't, if you don't have the 1099, the IRS, in theory, could um, disallow the deduction that you're trying to take. So if we're talking about a personal expense, again, that shouldn't be in your business. That's a separate issue. You shouldn't be paying a personal expense from your business. But if you have commingled these things, You don't need to send any 1099s for personal expenses that we're talking about. So, again, this is just business related, not gifts, nothing like that. Um, So business expenses will continue under that premise. Um, Now, payments that you made to incorporated businesses. These are your C-Corps and your S-Corps. So this is going to save a lot of you a lot of heartache because you might be like, crap, like I pay my... um, My cell phone bill, if you have a business that you pay utility out of, you probably have those things on on ACH because a lot of times if you ACH it or something like that, they'll give you a discount if you auto pay it from a bank account. Um, Your car payment, that may may or may not be in the business. Um, But ACH payments to C-corporations and S-corporations do not require this. Now, there are some exceptions for S-corps, but... um, in general, when you're dealing with these major companies, especially like the Fortune 500s, those are C-corps. So if you're ACHing to them because they au- they want to auto debit, like your health insurance, things like that, um, you don't have to worry about the 1099s to those large corporations. So literally, I'm, I'm using that term specifically corporations, not companies. So if you're sending something to an LLC via ACH, different ballgame, LLCs taxed as S-Corps, you're likely in the clear. Um, The other exception to that is an incorporated law firm. So this is going to get technical. So if you've paid money to a law firm over $600 via check, cash, ACH, get with your accountant and just double check. Be like, hey, do I owe a 1099 for that? Because law firms have their own little IRS exception thing Um, and then the third time you don't have to worry about a 1099 is if you've paid them less than six hundred dollars so if you had a vendor that did some video work for you and you only spent three hundred dollars all year round okay and these are annualized payments so if you paid them three hundred dollars three times that's nine hundred dollars you owe them a 1099 so but if at the end of the year you add it all up and this particular uh, video content producer you only paid them three hundred dollars total You're good. You don't owe them a 1099. All right, so now we talked about who you do and do not owe this to. Um, The next thing we should talk about, all right, let's say you say to yourself or your accountant, well, if you're talking to your accountant, they should know the next part where I'm going to go over this, but if you're DIYing some of your business, this is the next process. If you do need to send somebody a 1099, what you need them to fill out for you is what's called a Form W-9 because you need to get from them their tax ID number, whether that's their personal social or if they have an LLC, what that tax ID number is. So you need that information so that you can do what you are required to do on the 31st of January. So it's really important where this podcast probably should have been in November or December because you really, when you're working with someone, and you're paying them in a way that based on what we've just talked about, based on you're like, okay, if I pay you through cash or uh, ACH, I'm going to end up owing you a 1099. I would have them give you your W-9 before you pay them. (laughs) Just a little pro tip because obviously if they were looking to get their money, they're going to be more likely to not blow you off. Because again, you need that information so that you cannot get penalized. Um, Because if you're not sending out 1099s and God forbid you get audited, the IRS could disallow those expenses because you can't, because someone's got to pay the taxes. It's going to be you or the person that they, you send a 1099 to. But either way, the IRS is tracking all this. Like the 1099s are, are basically their way of understanding, <clears throat> excuse me, understanding how money flows amongst businesses. Um, so if you're on the receiving end, this is, this is something I probably should have started started off by mentioning as well. But if you're on the receiving end of payments, so let's say in this scenario um, you have another vendor that maybe you're working, maybe, maybe you're doing some coaching for them, uh, whatever it is. But let's say they've paid you like $5,000. And even if it's cash, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But if you're considering not claiming it, But on their end, they want the tax deduction. And again, this is a B2B we're talking about. So if you're business to business and someone is paying you money because you helped their business out and you were planning on not recording this to the IRS, just be aware it is very likely they are sending you a 1099 and sending that exact same thing. You'll see when you you fill out any 1099 that you do, it's a duplicate form. One goes to the IRS, so Uncle Sam knows, and one goes to the person you paid money to. So that's the checks and balances that the IRS is using. So if someone else is paying you out of their business and they are looking to take the tax deduction, like most of us business owners, if we're, if I pay somebody, I want the tax deduction. So I'm going to send my 1099 to them. And they're likely doing the same to you. So just be aware that if If you get audited, the IRS knows that you got paid by another business because they sent that 1099 on their own behalf to the IRS so that they can take tax deduction, which is the same reason you need to send these out. Because if God forbid you get audited, they could disallow your deductions because you don't have 1099s to to prove that it's a business expense. Um, Now, the next thing we got to talk about now. Let me segue into this is why it's really, really important that you have, and I talk about this a lot on my social media, but it can't be emphasized enough. You really need to separate your business life and your personal life. If you're running a real business, if you're coaching clients, you need to have separate payments, separate bank accounts for your personal life and your business. And this is exactly when it would come in handy because you have all these individuals that are potentially paying you through Venmo, Cash App, and this is the same exact payment portal that you're sending uh, a friend $1,000 to reimburse for a trip or you know, sending birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, whatever it is, You or maybe even receiving um, gifts from people that are expensive. The IRS is no way of knowing, and you completely commingled your income sources, gifting sources, and that's going to become a headache for you if you're ever audited. Um but then the next portion is, starting in 2022, the IRS has mandated that these payment providers start basically telling on everybody if they've given more than $600, if they've received more than $600. So if you're using Cash App, PayPal, Zelle, the good news is next year, Zelle, Well, Zelle's website says they're not going to start doing this, but... I believe they're going to be mandated to. So maybe they just haven't updated it for 2022. But as of yesterday, when I did some research for this recording, um, their website says they're not going to be sending out 1099s. But in general, Venmo, PayPal, they have two separate services now where it's like there's Venmo and there's Cash App for business. And then there's Venmo for personal. And they have very clearly on their websites, Anything that's goods or services, they're going to start sending out 1099s. So, mo- all the more reason to clean things up. If you're, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're sending out payments to friends, and or and some of it's also business, you're going to run into trouble because the, these payment processors aren't going to be able to tell the difference. And so, they're just going to start sending out 1099s on your behalf, and vice versa. If your friends are sending you money because you're the person who organizes social gatherings and you have it inside of your this uh, Cash App business account that you also have your clients sending you money for, you're going to get, yeah, PayPal, sorry, I'm jumbling my words, but Cash App, for instance, is going to start thinking that this is an income source for you. So all the more reason, and again, I, I don't know who needs to hear this. But if you're hiding payments on Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, whatever it is, if you're trying to hide client payments, um, the IRS is onto that. This is why they're, they're mandating January 1, 2022, that these payment companies report to them over $600. So again, that in general, you shouldn't be doing that because obviously these are all digital. This isn't cash from my pocket to your pocket. These are digital transactions. So the IRS can audit through those companies if they need to. Um, Quick anecdotal story, um, had a bookkeeper friend of mine tell me that there was a bar that always was under-reporting because they were like, oh, we we take all cash. And they got audited because the IRS audited them through the distributor that was selling them kegs and bottles and things like that because they were like, this is the volume that we know you're paying for. The cash that you're claiming doesn't add up. So the IRS can go, again, like I said before, 1099s are a two-way street. One goes from the business owner to you, and the other goes from the business owner to the IRS. So you can do whatever you want with that 1099, but the IRS has a copy. So you're not going to get away with it. And, that, and they're going to make it even harder for 2022 <clears throat> because they're going to start mandating all these large companies like Cash App, like Venmo, differentiate between personal and business and report anything that's over $600 to them. So in one one sense, that's a good thing because if you're paying people through a business source, again, like if these are legitimate vendors for you, like videographers, um, any sort of administrative assistant, VA, whatever, if you're paying them through a business cash app, for instance, um, they're going to make your life easier because they're going to send these 1099s on your behalf. But I'm speaking to the people who have co-mingled personal and business and they're like, oh, I'm just not going to report any of this. 2022, you might find yourself um, in some trouble if you, if you continue to do that. Now, again, I want to emphasize since we're, I wanted to make this a short episode So again, this is January 31st, 2022, that you owe these for payments from 2021. Um, Now, also, just to reiterate, to not disregard this information, if you are up to 30 days late, it's $50 penalty plus interest, depending on how long it takes you to get them their $50 um, for every 1099 that you owed that you didn't send. If you're 31 days late, it's $110 per one that you owe. If you wait until after August 1st and you or you haven't filed at all, it's $280 per violation. And then they they double it if they think that you've intentionally done this. So they're going to have to assume that you know what you were doing. <laughs> you listen to Pat's podcast and you said, screw it. I'm not doing it. Intentional disregard doubles it to five hundred and sixty dollars penalty, um, plus interest. So again, guys and girls, like, get this taken care of. It's it's super easy to do. An accountant and bookkeeper, if they know what they're doing, they can bang these out for you in just a few minutes. Honestly, um, again, they're going to need the right information. They got to have that that W nine from your uh, payee, but. This is not hard stuff, but again, this is this is one of the things that we help business owners with. You've got a lot of stuff on your plate. You're trying to help your clients. You're trying to help your team grow your business, and then you hear, oh shit, what's this deadline I owe in January? And as I'm recording this, the deadline is this week for your Q4 tax uh, estimate. So you got all these deadlines that just pop up. They don't. They're not a headache if you know what you're doing, but if you just Want to be able to relax and focus on your clients, have people bring these deadlines to you with plenty of time saying, hey, you know, I see you're paying this vendor. Why don't we move it over to a credit card? Or, hey, why don't we, this person, for whatever reason, we needed to pay them through an ACH. Let's get a W-9 out to them right away so that we're not scrambling in January. Like these are the things that we help people with. And for us, it's it's routine. I understand that it is not for you as a business owner. It wasn't for me at all times. Like I, if anyone knows my story, I was a biochemistry major. So when I switched into finance, I started out doing trading and investing. So when I started to like get into the tax and business side, it was a learning curve. So I understand the stuff that you're like, shit, what's the next deadline? And I thought I just paid taxes or I thought I paid in April. Um, So I get that it's a lot, but this is, this is what we do. I help you fit pros Answer the questions you didn't even know to ask. So, if you have questions or if this is valuable content, please share it with a friend because I don't like seeing people miss these deadlines. Taxes are frustrating enough without getting banged over the head with penalties and interest that could have easily been avoided. So, all right, guys, you have a great day. And as always, if you have questions, you can email me, DM me. Um, I love helping guys. I love talking about this nerdy stuff. So. If I can help in any way, please don't hesitate. Have a go on. Thank you for joining us this week on Building Your Wealth Muscle. Make sure you visit our website, darbyba.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're at it, if you found value, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us as well. For more information on the topics covered, you can follow Pat on Instagram. At Pat Darby Biz. The download from this episode is available in the show notes. And if you want help building your wealth specifically, Pat Darby is currently taking private clients. The link to book a call is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.